Welcome to One World, One Future, the Bite Size Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nevison, and we highlight changemakers around the world who are making a difference in their community. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we have with us Stephanie Skinner. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Ashley, for having me. I'm so excited to chat today. Me too. So can you share a little bit about yourself with the audience? So my name is Stephanie Skinner, and I am from upstate New York. Currently, I represented D.C. going to Miss High School America Nationals, and I was blessed and I'm grateful to say that I walked away with the national title of Miss High School America 2021. I'm currently 17 years old, so that means it's time for my senior year. I cannot believe that these four years have just flown by, but I'm getting ready and preparing for college. I'm looking into possibly majoring in business administration. I am definitely a nerd, so I love math and all the business fun stuff. I'm enrolled in a bunch of AP and honors classes. I'm at the top of my class, but outside of school, I am a competitive dancer and also a varsity field hockey player. That's so cool. So the reason you're on the podcast today is to share a little bit about your platform, Hands of Hope. Can you tell the audience what that is? So Hands of Hope is an organization that I self-founded back in 2019, Hands of Hope is a youth empowerment organization. For me, I severely struggled with self-esteem growing up, and I struggled with bullying as well. So I wanted to create an organization where I can use my voice to kind of help others find theirs. So my organization's motto is lend a hand to take a stand against bullying, because I believe confidence and kindness is the best way to combat and alleviate bullying in schools. And that's what my organization is all about. I love that. And I love your motto. That's so inspirational and such a great motto that everyone needs to live by. So obviously you said that you, when you were younger, you struggled with self-confidence. What inspires you to share the message of anti-bullying to kids? So because of that, I think my personal story really motivates me because I know what it's like to go through these personal struggles and not have anybody there to talk to or learn from. So I was really bullied growing up. I was immediately labeled the new kid because I came from a single parent household. My mother was actually in the army and she's a doctor. So because of her job, she had to move around a lot. And because of this, I never really felt like I fit in because I was constantly moving. And labels are hard to shake once you get them. So I felt like I was almost the easy target in school. And unfortunately, because of our differences every day, that there are so many children who are being bullied specifically because of that. So I know that when we can spread inclusivity and nurture diversity, that we can create a difference, especially in the classroom. So that's what kind of keeps me going and fuels me to make a difference through Hands of Hope. That's so inspirational and so awesome. I applaud you for doing that and sharing (laughs) that message. We definitely need more people in the world sharing the story (laughs) of what is so important. So it's probably a huge number and you might not know the exact number, but do you know how many kids you've shared the story of Hands Through Hope with? So as of right now, in person, over 5,000 students in 25 different states. But I'm hoping for that number to be growing, especially this year with the amazing platform of Brave and the opportunity to have this title. I know I'll be able to speak on a national level to students. So I definitely hope that number will increase by the last by the end of this year. That's so cool. Congratulations to speak to speaking to that many students. Thank you. You did mention Brave and let's hop right into Miss High School America. So as we as I know, and I don't know if the audience knows, but you currently are Miss High School America. How have you incorporated the message of Brave through Hands of Hope? So I got involved with the Miss High School America organization back in 2019, and I saw so many similarities and parallels between the two. So I thought 
it only makes sense to combine the two. So that's what I've been doing when I was Miss New York High School, Miss DC High, and now now is Miss High School America. So brave to me, I, I use it as a reactive approach. I see it's kind of addressing bullying after it already happens. We need to respect and treat others with kindness and love and how we can identify and stand up for others, but after the fact. So Hands of Hope kind of serves as that proactive approach. To have that confidence in yourself, the bully no longer has any power over you and they can't affect you because you know your worth. So I'm able to kind of use the two in either situations, whether bullying has already happened in the classroom or it has yet to really take off and become more of a prevalent issue in the classroom. Either way, it's a proactive and reactive approach. And I kind of go by the motto of building respect and values starts with having it for yourself first. So again, with that confidence and kindness message, I combat bullying with it. That's so awesome. So I'm assuming you taught children in person before the pandemic started? Yes. Okay. So now since the pandemic has, or we're still in the middle of a pandemic, but how have your presentations changed? So the message hasn't changed, but just the presentation format. So unfortunately, we can't go into classrooms anymore, especially being in New York State. We are really on lockdown and we're just starting to open up and kind of get back to normal life. But back when I first started my organization, I would do assemblies with hundreds of children packed in a gymnasium. And now it's kind of going on Zooms and meeting with small groups of students. So But even with Girl Scout troops, I did a lot with Girl Scout troops because I created my own Girl Scout patch program. I was still able to go in and we were social distance. There was 10 of us. We just split into groups, put our masks on and still presented. But classroom wise, honestly, I feel like COVID has almost motivated me and kind of helped me reach my audience. And that number that I said of 5,000 students, because when we can Zoom, we can go to places across the country. I Zoomed into Texas, Oregon. Arkansas. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I was in person. So just going on the Zoom screen, you know, sharing a Google slideshow on the screen and then talking to the children like I would do in person. That's so cool. So do you have a preferred way of sharing the message in person or on Zoom? I like, okay, I like both just because I on like virtual, I can reach more people, but in person because there is that connection. And, you know, I've had so many students come up to me after and ask questions or personally thank me. And I think having that one-to-one and that personal interaction can make more of a significant impact because the message almost resonates with you more when you have that eye contact, someone you feel like is actually speaking to you. So just because I feel like personal in-person can be a little more effective and personal, I'd probably prefer that. (laughs) I was assuming you'd say in person. I mean, Zoom is great, but you can only do so much through Zoom. Exactly. I mean, Zoom has been a miracle. We've had yes. Zoom. This- yeah. I'm so I lucky we have it. Yeah, I don't know what we do without it, especially this last year. I didn't even know it existed before the pandemic, but now I probably couldn't live without it. Me either. So um, what is your targeted age group that you talk to? So I say I have a targeted age group, but honestly... I love talking to all different age ranges, and if I have the opportunity, I'll take it because the message of Brave and Hands of Hope truly has no age limit. But more specifically, these tools that I created with my organization, so I actually created a collective this past year which has student workbooks and worksheets to give to students to reinforce the message that I'm speaking to them in the classroom about. And that's my targeted audience. You can definitely tell that my resources are customized towards them, and it is the middle school age range. The reason I picked this is I feel, I don't know if you can relate to this, but growing up, 
I was always teased in grade school and sometimes it was unintentional and sometimes it was. But then when I switched to middle school, sixth grade, seventh grade, it started to become intentional, a power domination where they were feeding off of me feeling insecure about myself and me making them making me feel small. They got big off of that. So I realized that and using my personal experience, I noticed that's where we need to speak to kids the most right in that transition to cut it off before it progresses. So I speak to middle schoolers and especially since that there's so many, that's when the issues start to evolve too for teenagers in middle school. You know, things start to get more prevalent and we start to kind of embrace more into real life and take our first step into adulthood. So it's great to give students this message at that age to stop anything before it progresses. I love that. I speak to the younger children, and it's so nice that other people are speaking to older children. I mean, I could very well go to talk to kids my own age, but they would probably take it better from somebody who's already mm-hmm. gone through middle school, so, unlike somebody who's in middle yes. school or just graduated middle school. So can you walk us through exactly what your presentations look like, like what you do like first time you walk in the door? So I first greet everyone. I think a good hello. It gets everybody feeling in that personal mood. And I try to immediately create a community and environment of where it's a conversation, not a presentation. Although I am giving a presentation, I want the students to feel engaged and like they can raise their hand and ask a question. So immediately what I do is an icebreaker and I have everybody close their eyes and I ask if anybody's seen bullying or been bullied. And the amount of hands that always go up always amazes me. And then I have the students open their eyes and they look around and most of the time, almost every single hand is up. And that's exactly why I'm giving my presentations though. So I start and I attack and address the different aspects of bullying and more importantly, how to identify it. I think a lot of times we teach students, this is bullying, but where do you go from there? So I have a little plan and a little uh, steps to sort of attack bullying and how you can be a bystander and how or how not to be a bystander and how to be an upstander (laughs) my bad and this just goes with speaking up and finding that confidence in yourself and being a friend doesn't have to be being in front of everybody if you don't think the situation you can handle it go tell a trusted adult and just seek and comfort that person and then i go into my hands of hope presentations and building respect and values for everyone begins with having it for yourself and i go through and i address different methods of how to grow your confidence and how you can incorporate that into your everyday life And then I end every single presentation with a craft. I say that no matter what age you are, you can always love a craft and it is an actual hand. So it's a cut out paper hand, which I call hand pledges. And you write a positive affirmation. Oftentimes we forget forget to give ourselves love and we're our worst critic. So I have each student pick something that they love about themselves and say that I am brave, I am strong, I am beautiful, I am perfect the way I am. They write that on the hand as a visual reminder and they can take it with them during the presentation after and then they can leave it in the classroom as well. So they always have it to just remember that they matter and that they're special. I love that. That is so cool. I appreciate that you're bringing the message of anti-bullying and teaching children to love themselves. It's so important that we teach everyone that. And I applaud you. I know the audience can't see it, but I applaud you for doing that. That's so amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. So this is one of my favorite questions that I would really love to know the answer to. And that is, do you have a favorite memory from Hands of Hope that you would be willing to share with the audience? 
So it was actually this past year in March when I was Miss DC High, and I was able to do an in-person presentation for the first time in a very long time. I drove actually seven hours to a school with my sister queen to go in Virginia, and it was after, we did a bunch of classrooms that day, but it was after the high school classroom that a 10th grader named Caitlin came over and she found me from literally across the school. So her classroom was in the East Wing and I was heading over in the West Wing. So she literally found me from across the school, not expecting it. But she pulled me aside just to say thank you. And we had like a really one-to-one heartfelt conversation. And she was like, thank you so much. Like, I'm sorry that people aren't always always receptive to this because in the high school classes there were a couple people you know not wanting to really listen because I am a high schooler and they're thinking oh what is she talking about but for the majority they were very receptive but she was just like I understand that this is an issue and I just appreciate you so much speaking to me about this because I've always felt like I've never fit in and just going on and telling me how much I made an impact and when I tell you I saw so much of my younger self in her even though she was similar to my age It was crazy to me. It was a full circle moment. And again, that is why I like those in-person presentations because we can have that. But to know that I made an impact on just one person's life makes the reward and what I'm doing all worth it. That's so cool. I love that memory. Thank you so much for sharing that. Of course. So this is honestly one of my favorite questions or another one of my favorite questions. They're all my favorite questions. (laughs) So many good Um, ones. Yeah. And I ask this on every podcast because everyone gives a different answer and everyone gives such an amazing answer. Mm -hmm. And that question is, if you had 10 minutes to volunteer and make a difference in your community, what exactly would you do? Honestly, it would have to be something Hands of Hope related because in my community, you know, that is something I'm so passionate about. And it's my community is not always exposed to that. You know, we're a very small town. But what I would love to do is literally if I had 10 minutes, just go around in my high school and every single one and just drop off my collective. You know, I don't always have to speak to students. And that's why I did create that resource packet. So like you can have that long lasting accessible materials to teach yourself and others how to love yourself and others unconditionally. I think it's so important when we can take those skills and apply them into our everyday life, but work on them. You know, a thousand mile journey starts with one step. So just a positive affirmation every day or filling out your dream maps, which is just kind of a thing. It's a worksheet that I do where you create goals for yourself. But if I could just run around my school or my neighboring schools for 10 minutes, just dropping off my collectives, I think the worksheets that in there would speak for themselves and make a greater impact. I love that. And then last question, Hands of Hope related. If someone wanted to get involved in something like what you're doing, how could they do that? So I always say that it you can always start small. You do not need to have a national title or an amazing following on Instagram to start an initiative like this. When I started, my Hands of Hope social media page was probably at 50 followers. And now it's progressed. But having that confidence in yourself and that ability that you can make change and get creative with it. I always say take your message that you're power that you're passionate about and make a twist to make it more powerful. So for me that's always been self-love, but now I twisted it because I was a visual learner, you know, tools, crafts, make it more engaging. And more specifically, if someone would want to get involved in Hands of Hope, social media is a great tool and I actually have social media pages on both Instagram and Facebook, where they can always message me to become part of my spokesperson program, which is something I've been working for and I'm excited to announce as Miss High School America, is where people can actually take my social media and promote it on their own, as well as I would be able to send out copies of my resources for them to distribute in their schools or when they're going on presentations. So 
I, that's something I'm really excited for. And so if someone would want to get involved, they could just send me a message on my Hands of Hope pages or my personal pages. And I could also my workshops are a great thing for people to get involved with because you can teach. I have two different kinds. I have the training for the spokespeople where I kind of just go and talk about them, how to be an effective ambassador, but also tools for yourself in your everyday life. I mean, a teen every day just having these confidence builders or saying, oh, go get 30, min- 30 minutes of exercise or go dance 30 minutes. It boosts your confidence and boosts your mood. And to have that one-on-one conversation, whether it's setting goals or whatever, I think can make such a great impact and encourage you to get involved. But please message me if you're interested in promoting Hands of Hope in your community. And I would love to repost you and make you a part of my program. <laughs> awesome. And what are your social media platforms that they can message you on? So for my personal page, it is at the Stephanie Skinner. And then for my Hands of Hope page, it's hands of hope dot no hands dot underscore of underscore hope. And it's the same for that and Facebook. And also on my Miss High School America official page, which is just Miss HS America. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Now, honestly, this is one of my favorite parts, and it's the most competitive part of the podcast, the speed round. I'm ready. Speed round. So I tell the audience this every time, but I'm going to let you know a little more information about it. I know I shared a little something before we started, but essentially the speed round, you get 30 seconds, and I have a list of 30 questions in front of me. We're going to go through as fast as humanly possible, (laughs) answering as many as we can. The record right now is 12. Um, If you can beat 12, you get bragging rights, which is really fun. And nobody has been able to beat 12 yet, so we're going to see. Do you think, are you ready? I'm ready as I'll ever be. (laughs) So I have 30 seconds on the clock. Okay. It's starting in three, two, one. Favorite color? Pink. Favorite animal? Panda. Favorite sports team? Green Packers. Favorite food? Pizza. Favorite vacation place? Myrtle Beach. Favorite memory of 2020? High School America. (laughs) Favorite holiday? Christmas. Favorite word? Hi. (laughs) Favorite movie? Hunger Games. Favorite book? Hunger Games again. (laughs) Probably the Mockingbird. Favorite subject in school? Math. That is 30 seconds with 11 questions. So close. Oh, that's actually closer than I thought. (laughs) You did really good, though. Fastest person to answer are some of those. A lot of people get stumped on memory of 2020, which is interesting. I I almost did. I was like, wait. (laughs) Well, good job. That was amazing. You did so good. Thank you. And now I have one more question before our very last question, and that is the audience questions. They asked a whole bunch that I already had on my list, so I already asked them to you. But the one they didn't, you haven't answered yet, is what is your favorite part about being Miss High School America? Of course, I'm so excited to have the opportunity for the amazing photo shoots, sponsors, trips, and be a part of the family on the other side of things. And I've always been an only child, so I'm really excited to get to know my two sister queens this year and to kind of adopt them for the year in a new family. But I think the most important thing and the most thing that it's my favorite part of this journey and this year of rain is to have that larger following and that larger voice. Hands of Hope and Brave is something that is so passionate to me, and I would still be doing it in my community whether I walked away with the title or not. But now having this chance to have this platform, I want to use really hit the ground running and make the most of it because I know I can reach so many more people 
next weekend I have Gigi's Playhouse lined up. I'm going to different state pageants, bringing my hands of hope crafts and pledges for the contestants and I have the would love to continue Haley's Brave Conference as well and reach all 50 states by the end of this year I have some presentations already lined up but I don't know if I would have necessarily had those opportunities or would have got them so accessibly and easily lined up and supported by if I didn't have this title so it's something that I'm so grateful for and I cannot wait to continue this year and see what it has in store. That's so awesome. I have to say congratulations again on winning Miss High School America. I know I was there on stage when you got crowned and well-deserving. You did so amazing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I can't wait to follow your reign. I was following Haley's all of last year and I can't wait to see what you do with the title. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Honestly, the Miss High School America organization is so amazing and I can't speak highly enough. It connects so many people. I don't know about your week, but I always walk away with so many friendships and now I have the opportunity to meet you and speak with you and hopefully do more with you in the future. But I also want to say thank you for you for having this initiative and allowing other stories to be heard and making a difference in your community and reaching out to me and so many other amazing individuals and leaders because we appreciate you and highlighting us. So thank you. Yeah, I'm so glad I was able to talk to you and have you share your story and what Hands of Hope is and how the listeners can get involved. And to wrap up the podcast, my last question for you is, is there anything else you'd like to share? Honestly, I would just want to leave everyone with a little piece of advice. I know I talked a lot about self-love. So the only thing I would like to share is one of my favorite quotes is that believe in yourself and you're halfway there. So whatever it may be, whether you're heading off and you're listening to this on the way to the gym or a sports game and you're wanting to believe in yourself to get that goal or you're getting ready to head into school and there's things that are scaring you or just in your community that you don't think you have a big enough voice or a platform to make a change literally whatever your wildest dream is, if you believe it, I promise you, you can achieve it. So just remember to believe in yourself and to love yourself no matter what. I love that. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for joining me and sharing your story. I had so much fun talking to you and I can't wait to have this episode go live and have the listeners hear what I was able to hear in 21 minutes, which was so inspirational. Thank you. Once again, I'm your host, Ashley Nevison, on One World, One Future, the Bite Size Podcast. And thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram to know what's happening next.